from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome in to our conversation with the Liverpool girls across team, Liverpool girls across playing right down the road at Liverpool High School. The Warriors are here. The Warriors are also located inside of Home Team Pub, and we have been commissioned, speaking on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, to come here every single month and provide for you a connection to Liverpool High School to build up the coaches, the student-athletes, and so much more. So we'll be talking with some of the student-athletes in just a little bit, but we have coach with us first, Aaron Anderson, of the Liverpool Warriors girls across team here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Aaron, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Dan. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Do you do you want to see what you look like on video? I know. I, I felt know. like you were looking at it. Super concerned about the shine. Concerned about see the sun is there hitting is. you in a certain I know. way. I'm not. It looks <laughs> like there's like a beam from God coming down though. That's well, that's, that's healthy. That's for you. that's my normal everyday. That's your everyday glow. Yeah. There it is. Fair enough. So, coach, let's talk about the season so far. I mean, what can you say about this year's team? the culture this year just what you're taking away yeah so I mean we've record wise we've got a winning record we started out pretty strong we were lucky to get some some good wins with um, the ability to get everybody some solid stats um, culturally we haven't really tried to change too too much um, transition wise you know I've, I was lucky enough to sort of take over a program that was already well oiled yeah. um, and you know my uh, predecessor is still in the district and she's you know, going the administrative route. So, you know, in terms of continuing to, to move forward in the direction that I think she wanted to move forward and it's great because I have that mentorship almost. Um, but we're able to apply a little bit of my experience previously to the high school level to, to this level. And um, I think things are moving in the direction that it should be moving. Um, we had a couple tough losses last week against some pretty very good teams. And... We're hoping to bounce back tomorrow against another pretty good team, West Jenny. Boo. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, you know, we're looking forward to, to getting after Beville on, on Saturday as well. So we're excited. So when you, you know, take over this program, like you said, what, what made you want to do it? What made it the right fit? Um, I live here now. No. Okay. I actually, I really never saw myself as a high school coach before I left the college environment and moved back to Liverpool. I'm from Baldwinsville, actually, originally moved to Beeville, or moved they're, to Liverpool. They're all the same. Baldwinsville, Clay, it's the same. Liverpool, it's all like a street off. It really, really is, actually, North Syracuse. Yeah, um, it's all the same. So I live here now, and I have family in the area. I have little nieces growing through the district, and I've watched them play their tiny little sports, their little babies. Yeah. Um, and How old? Uh, four-year-old, eight-year-old, and just fresh ten-year-old. And what so, are they playing? The ten-year-old is a softball kid. Okay. The eight-year-old is a lacrosse player, thank God. And then uh, Juju is the four-year-old. She's bananas. She just started playing soccer. Okay. We don't know how long that'll last. I feel like crazy. all the like little, little kids get started with soccer. Yeah. Because exactly. Joey, the owner here, his son Jonah started soccer really young and yeah. now he loves it so yeah. and well, he's got the look too he's got the shaved sides with the long hair that right. combs i mean right. he, he looks like a soccer player yeah i mean it's a good look more so for guys than girls i think but you know we'll see but liverpool's got great offerings yeah. for all those sports and so you know honestly i wanted to when the opportunity arose i wanted to sort of see what the availability would be yeah. and i wanted to in some way be involved with something just to kind of help keep my my nieces kind of motivated and and i've i mean i grew up right around the corner from here i've always had a lot of respect i played grew up playing treble soccer and lacrosse and basketball with liverpool girls and cns girls and stuff and it's just an opportunity that just kind of came out of nowhere yeah and um yeah got back into it and happy that i did because it's been fun so far. What can you say about the team you currently have now? Off camera, they're staring at you, so you have to be nice. Well, they're all beautiful, inside and out. Um, you know, I think one of the things, and, and they haven't heard this yet, but one of the things that I, I really do enjoy about this level is the camaraderie, as cheeseball of a word as that is, it really does show with high school athletes. Yeah. 
And I think, you know, the colleges that I've, I've worked for, it's always been developing programs, kind of starting something from nothing. And yeah. Liverpool's already very well established. They've, there's great parents. We have a solid booster club. We've got a lot of, you know, really good youth um, programs coming up. And everybody, for at least from the surface, seems to kind of genuinely like each other. And yeah. we don't have any of the maybe catty, dramatic stuff that some of the college teams, quite frankly, competitive and non, that I've worked for, um, seem to end up kind of having, you yeah. know? So I, I love that. I love coming to practice every day knowing that they all kind of like each other and I get to be the bad guy. It's fun. Now, how are you as the bad guy? We'll talk with your oh, players terrible. in just a little bit, but yeah. are, are you a true... Uh, maybe I should look at the faces to see if, if that's true. Are you are you good cop and bad cop? <laughs> I, I tr Well... I thought I was going to have to be the bad cop coming in. Yeah. I'm very lucky to have, who's not here tonight, unfortunately, but I have an assistant who's a Liverpool alum, Andrea Flood, who's at her grad class this evening, who is the bad cop. I think they're more afraid of her than me, which I'm okay with. That's, been, that's, that's new for me. Um, but um, I also have been doing this for a long time, and I, yeah. I know how to give a good pump-up speech. So I can be aggressive when I need to, but... For the most part, I think I'm probably looked at as more of the nice cop, the good cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, finally. Here again. The shine. With, with air. yeah, you have you have it on you. The light is literally <laughs> beaming down light. on you right If it wasn't right, right here, I'd be okay with it. What'll be funny is when we have the girls come up to do the video. If the light goes with you it and will. it doesn't stay it here, will. that'll yeah. be interesting to see. <laughs> so, but now we're here with Aaron Anderson, the head coach of Liverpool Warriors girls across. Again, why is Liverpool such a special community? Like you said, growing up right around the corner, what makes it special? What can you say about the uniqueness of Liverpool? I like Liverpool very much. It's a dynamic community. Um, growing up in Baldwinsville, it's such a small, it's not a small bubble, but it felt like it was. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you do everything with your neighbors. You play sports, you go to church, you go to school, you ride the same bus, you walk to school. And there's something great about that for sure, but I like Liverpool because it's so much more, there's more, there's there's more types of families, there's more, uh, you know, it's, it's co more colorful, there's so much more diversity. Um, and then, you know, being the age that I am now and kind of seeing the way that you need to grow up through like my niece's eyes, I really think that that's more important in more and more every day with kids growing, going through school, going through sports, it's just having opportunities to be around kids that aren't like them yeah. as equally as they are around kids that are. And I really like that about Liverpool. Plus, it's close to Wegmans. It's close to the mall. I work downtown. It's very easy to get there. <laughs> Beeville is far from everything. Well, see, I grew up on the north side. So I grew up like Court Street, Syracuse, oh, yeah. that area. Yeah. I moved out to Liverpool. It'll it'll be two years in the middle of May. Mm. So I could like walk to Home Team Pub yeah. from where I'm at. Yeah. And it's what I like is I have Wegmans on 31, yep. and I have Wegmans on 57, mm -hmm. and they're probably the same distance from each other. Mm -hmm. I bike to them, mm -hmm. and then there's Target, mm -hmm. there's Walmart, my church is down the road. So I like this whole area. Yeah, you know, I like kind of like where I'm at. And Joey has the best salt and pepper wings, and the fact that I can walk here is good for home team pop. And fried pickles. Yeah, and see, and that's Man. who brought that up. Some one of the guys, what? Yes, Jake. Jake Fahey Thanks, was Maddie. overly obsessed with fried pickles, like to a fault almost. Yeah. Well, he has too much for, but he loves them. He, he got them here. They're very great. good here. Yeah. The, the Chipotle Rancher, how, that, yep. that special sauce they have on the yeah. side. But no, I mean, I like the community out here. I think it's, like you said, it's diverse. Yeah. It's welcoming. I like that my neighborhood is quiet. Yep. And it just seems to be peaceful. And you could see a lot more stars here than I could see from the north side Absolutely. being in the city. For so your, it's kind of nice. Sure on your end. I think I saw too many stars growing up in Beeville. So this is a happy medium for me. Did you have like a crop circle type of town where Basically, you could just... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Woke up every morning to the smell of hops from the brewery. <laughs> from the brewery. Fun. Yeah. That's yeah. a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. So what does it mean to be a warrior? I'm going to ask the, the young women here in just a minute, but what does it mean to you to be a warrior? I think I match up quite well being a warrior versus being a bee because I think a warrior is assertive, is, you know, able to kind of get through adversity and, and come through on the, out, the other side with 
at least a solid lesson learned, whether yeah. you are successful or not. And I really think that, you know, the undertone of what my assistant and I are trying to do without kind of thinking about it initially is matched up quite well with what we consider a warrior to be. So So you look at this community, we've talked about that, this mm -hmm. team, this season. For you as a coach, why do it? Why be a part of it? Why be a leader for young women? Why take on that role? Because I want to be a leader for young women. And I think when you have the opportunity to do something and to step in and help create change or make change or perpetuate that change, um, especially for young women, especially for young girls, I think it's our sort of duty to do so. And the other end of it, too, is I grew up playing lacrosse um, and other sports, but mostly lacrosse in a time where it was starting to get really, really competitive in this area. And I really like the idea of growing the game. I went yeah. to a college where really nobody from outside of Western New York attended the school. And now my alma mater, I've got Michaela um, right here, who's, who's attending in, in the fall. So, you know, I, I think growing the game is important. Having the opportunity to lead young women make them better leaders or make them more assertive, make them just ready for any challenge that they may face in the near or far future is really important. I, I enjoy doing that. Before I put you on the hot seat for rapid fire, and you get to put yeah. me on the hot seat as well. Great. You brought, I mean, obviously what we just spoke about, and I've gotten to talk with a lot of different coaches. Mm -hmm. uh, Carrie Brown, who's the new lacrosse coach at my alma mater at Marywood, mm -hmm. and Gabby Holko, who's the new women's basketball head coach there as well, and Tammy Reese, who just left Syracuse, going to Rhode Island. Yep. So women, not just in sports, but in general, as leaders, mm -hmm. the equal is equal. That's something I've been putting up, that hashtag, that equal should be equal. Yeah. Equal pay, equal opportunity, right. equal jobs You know that are going to be out there, yeah. equal voice, equal message. Mm -hmm. Just what you could say about that, that you know, we live in 2019, yet I still think as a man mm -hmm. that women should be listened to more, should be appreciated more, yeah. and should be given more opportunities. Is that fair at this point? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's 100% fair. I think one of the things that I took away from, I've worked primarily in Division Three, and, you know, a, a big sort of emphasis is placed on equity. And because, you know, you typically work at schools with football programs, and there's got to be equity there, and things aren't always going to be resourcefully equal. But I never bought into that and I think that's why I really enjoy high school is there's no equality or rather there's no equity over equality no. it's equality is, is equality yeah. but even more importantly yes women should be listened to yes women should be given opportunities but I also really believe that the only way that's going to happen is if more women my age and younger and more men your age and younger are helping those women to learn how to speak so that they can be heard yeah. and to learn how to do and give them more, you know, more of a stage to, to perform in a younger age, to learn how to be more assertive, to learn how to delegate, to be effective communicators, all of those things. There needs to be more opportunities for them to learn those traits so that when they get to that point where they're you know, looking for their first job or even internships or dealing with some nonsense on college campus, yeah. There's not going to be a, a second guess to how they can deal with it. They'll just they'll just know. And my goal is to make any kid that I ever coach or teach just fearless and know that there's there's nobody else that's better than them or worse than them, and they can handle any problem that they face. No, that's awesome, and I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to go on the hot seat. Hit it. So it. we went deep, and now we're going on the hot seat. So I'm going to ask you three. You're going to ask me three. We're going to go back and forth. Okay. I will go first. Okay. What is one food that you would if you had to eat one food for the rest of the year yeah. you got from now until 2020 you can only eat one thing breakfast lunch and dinner what's it going to be pastas daily bread stretch bread so daily bread it's stretch bread hot, with the hot sauce it's got a, it's got a couple of the hot sauce yeah stretch bread stretch what is bread. what is stretch bread it's just basic italian bread but it's delicious and goes okay. with everything and it's right. terrible for you but yeah all right fair yeah. enough yep. okay what's your first one for me Favorite football team? Oh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh I wore my God. hat coming in here. Is that a problem? I'm a Bills fan. You're what? I'm a Bills fan. Oh, see, Bills so fan. I, but I why, why get mad? We just gave you TJ Yeldon. We've given you Chris Ivory in the past. They're not that good. But that's why we give them to you. Right. And we beat the Bills a couple of years ago yep. because we had to get to the Steelers and the Patriots. So 
you know, <laughs> it's not like we wanted to beat the Bills. It was just the first game. That's all. And you had Tyrod Taylor, so. Yeah. Not the same. Josh had, Allen's a good quarterback, though. You should be happy with Josh Allen. I'm very excited about Josh. All right. I'll leave it there. So you're a bit, why are you a Bills fan? Grew up with it. Grew up with yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Masochists, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bills fan. I said. I think I said that on the show that the Bills fans think that every year they're going to win the Super Bowl. Every year, and we we tailgate like we will, and yeah. we celebrate, and we fight like we will every single year. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. This is a three-part question. Oh. You can go anywhere in the world. You got to pick where you're going. You could take only one person that you know and one celebrity. Where do you go? Who do you take that you know, and what celebrity do you take? Uh, um. Oh my God, I don't want to go anywhere in the world. Um, I would probably, if I were to choose, I'd probably go to Poland. Okay. First time like, I ever heard that. I, right. Just because I'm Polish and I feel like that would impress a lot of family members, Catholic guilt and all that. Yeah, um, I know that. person I'd bring with me for, you know, a witness would probably be my Polish grandmother. Okay. Again. What's her name? Louise. Louise, we're going to yeah. shout out Louise. Louise Severance. Hi, Louise. Hello. And yeah. then a celebrity that I would bring with me. Any celebrity. You know what? I'm going um, to bring, I think I'm going to bring Barack Obama. Just because I feel Obama. like walking around with my very conservative Republican Polish grandmother. And Barack and the Obama. the exact opposite in Poland would be fun. Yeah. It would create some good conversation yeah. in Poland. And a huge cultural experience. And it's not the first time that Poland has seen a fight. No. So. No, it won't be the last either. I guess that'd yeah. be good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. What's yeah. your second one for me? Um, um, <laughs> if you had to choose between... <laughs> this is going to get gruesome because I don't care about animals very much. Oh, animals. Okay. So you're driving, you're driving down the highway. Yeah. And you have... Why does it always go dark when I'm on this stage? I don't know, but I hate animals, so it's easy for me. You hate animals. I don't hate them. I'm indifferent. I'm going to show a picture. Should I show a picture of this is a dog, I swear to God. It is. If I have to have another conversation about dogs... It is. I treat her like my kid. Wait. There it is. That's why I don't like I treat her like my kid. She's awesome. Look at this. Look at this dog. Hold on. Let me get a a good picture of her. Where the heck is it? Funny thing is I actually grew up with animals. And I was nice to them. Like, how could you, how could you not like this dog? Look at that picture. How could you not like that dog? How could you not like that you know, dog? That's probably like the sixth picture of a dog wearing sunglasses that yeah. I've seen today. No, it's not. <laughs> you would like my dog. My, my dog has warmed hearts that don't like dogs. So. <laughs> Challenge she's, accepted. She's like, this. she's like nine pounds. She's little. She's very yeah. tiny. Yeah. She's a Havanese. They're so from she, Cuba. So she's barely a dog then. So she's like cat dog. Not a cat. I don't like cats. I don't do cats. <laughs> All right. Well, there goes my question. No, I don't like cats. No, ask the question. Because I'll lean, I'll lean into cats a little bit here. Go ahead. If you had the opportunity yeah. to drive on the Audubon uh-huh. and a cat was crossing the Audubon yeah. and a dog was crossing the Audubon. Yes. Which one would you obviously aim to miss? What would I aim to miss? Yeah. I'd aim to miss them both. If you knew that you would kill one of them. I, so if I, if I go... I'm I've s- actually asked this question before in other right. environments. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, cat people. I really am. I'm not. If I know, if I know that I'm going to hit one to save another, I'd have to save the dog because I would picture Lily, so I have no choice. <laughs> I right. have no choice. All right. That's fair. I'm sorry. And cats have nine lives, so I'll hit it and I'll have eight more. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, dogs only have one. Yeah. Selfish, selfish animals. I know they are. Yeah. My last question for you is, if you could be any superhero in the world, mm-hmm. what superhero would you choose to be and why? Could be anyone, male, female, anything. Oh, my God. What superhero? I, I'm i going to be super basic and just say Wonder Woman. Okay. Because it would be a great role model. Yeah. Apparently, that's that's the, the lady that we're truth, all supposed to be. So you could throw that on the team if you want to see if somebody's lying. Yeah, and sh- she's got a pretty like kick-ass like song that plays when she starts getting aggressive. Oh yeah, right? she's Isn't got that, that like heavy guitar. Something I feel like yeah. I saw it in the preview. I never saw it. I just you should go. I know people watch it. liked it. It's good. Yeah, I don't really watch a lot of those types of movies. I'm a huge Bravo TV fan. So shout out to Bravo. And if I were to be any Bravo character. Bravo Liberty would be Sonya Morgan from Real Housewives oh, of New York City. Oh my God! 
Oh my god. She's the ambassador of cool sculpting now and she's got a sick townhouse in okay. the So I'm gonna look into the camera when I say this and I'm gonna mean it. Okay? <laughs> I had an ex who only watched Bravo. I know every housewife everywhere in the world. First of all, it's a lie, because it's called The Real Housewives. Most of them are single. 100% it's a lie. So yeah. they yell at no, each other. They, so yeah. it used to be something that you have to watch late, and it would give me like heart palpitations, because right. they'd be fighting over nothing, yep. screaming at each other. Always. I can't watch Bravo. Uh, and you know what? In Toronto, in Canada, Bravo's still a movie channel, and there's a separate channel for Real Housewives. So shout out to Toronto for being smart and giving me Bravo and movie channels back. But I will run from the conversation about The Real Housewives. That's good. I will. Well, and if you wanted me to be on the Autobahn, I'd hit them all. All right. So there you I go. would probably also do that. I'm okay. just saying if just I were hit to them do all. that, that's who I'd be. All right. She's so what's your this. last question? For, I can't believe you brought up Real Housewives. Yeah. So hard. Um, Did the girl, do any of you watch Real Housewives? No, they're too young. Look at that. None of them. None. That means you have a good team. Solid role model. They, you have a good team. Don't ever let her tell you anything about that show ever, unless it's to teach you what not to do. Well, that's really secretly why we all watch it. Yeah. Is what not to do it's with dramatic. money. Dramatic. Very dramatic. Or husbands. Um, <laughs> so what's your last one? So I guess speaking of money. Yeah. Million dollars. Yeah. I threw it in, in your lap right now. What's yep. the first thing you'd buy? With a million dollars. With a million. You have to spend the entire million. I just spend it like right now. Right now. Oh wow. A million dollars. It's not that much money anymore. I know. Uh, what would I do? So, I would... I mean, mom's doing okay for herself. So I would make sure mom... I would take care of mom. Do, it, do what we have to do for mom. Sure. Make sure parent, mom and dad are okay. Yeah. So once that's set, yep. pay, off, pay off the debt. Yep. Get rid of the debt. And then with the money that I had left... I, I don't know. I would, I would probably keep a very small amount for myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just saying this to say I keep a small amount for myself and I'd give the rest of it to find a cure for cancer for the love of God. Because yeah, they say that they might have some. There's yeah. a breakthrough that they might have. Sure. But I just want it to be done because I'm sick and tired of people having to go through cancer treatment. So yeah, I'm giving one. money to cancer and my parents and a little bit for myself. And uh, just because I know how you feel about it, I'd probably buy my dog something. Ugh. Buy something for the dog. Maybe i get her a gold chain. With that money <laughs> to do that. That's, that's nice of you, I suppose. So that right, coming from. Answer. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that coming from Aaron Anderson, the head coach of Liverpool Girls Across for the Warriors. We're going to take a step aside. When we come back, we'll have some of the team up here with us. We'll get their thoughts on coach as well as put them on the hot seat right after this. This is a wake up call, fast break. Hi, friends and fans. Home Team Pub is the place to be to cheer on your fave home team. Located at 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, HTP has you covered with an amazing drink selection. Let's not forget about the signature drinks or those kid-approved gourmet milkshakes. The happy hour specials and pub entrees will have your mouth watering. Check out the website hometeampub.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more specials. At Home Team Pub, you're always the MVP. We are back here inside of Home Team Pub, 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, New York. We are with the Liverpool girls across team for the Warriors. On one side, I have Maddie Crook. On the other side, I have Kendra Hall with me. And, of course, I'm Dan Tortora. We're here every single month with Liverpool Athletics, giving back to Liverpool giving you these videos, putting you on the show, and of course, doing it live for the people on site, on location at the Home Team Pub. So, with that being said, the ladies already know they're going to be on the hot seat. They know that they could put me on the hot yes. seat, but before we go there, Kendra, I'm going to ask you this. Yes. What can you tell me about Coach? Good, bad, and indifferent. And she is sitting out in the audience. Nothing bad. Nothing bad, okay. No, I honestly, going into the season, um, because obviously this is a transition year, um, I was kind of nervous to see if there were going to be different dynamics, but yeah. I did not think it would go this smoothly. I think we've had a really good season. Um, all of us girls have, honestly, I think transitioned really well, and I think we're just lucky that we have a coach like this that knows what we're talking about, and I think that we've learned a lot already this season, and we're not even halfway done. And you talked about the transition how was it for the team? Did you feel like it was maybe easier than expected? I think so, yeah. Okay. Honestly, 
I think we all went in thinking like, oh goodness, this is going to be interesting going from two completely different people, but yeah. I think we've all gotten very used to her. What do you like about Coach? What's When you say different people, what's the personality of Coach like? Um, very outgoing, very, makes practice every day so much like fun, honestly. I think obviously we're all very, we sometimes aren't always as serious as we should be. Okay. <laughs> but I think for the most part, it's just very, like our practices, we know we have like a routine and we try to stick with it, so. All right, fair enough. Maddie, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Doing well. So I think Coach, I kind of I kind of saw out in the audience here, was wondering why we're asking so many questions about her, but she's on the hot seat now. So what do you think of Coach? Um, I definitely, going into this season, not knowing what to expect, I was like really hesitant, but okay. I think everything has definitely turned out for the best. Like, she definitely motivates us every day, and then before games, like, she knows how to get us going and get us focused on the right things, and it's great. How does she motivate you? How does she get you going in practice? Like, a 15-minute spiel before yeah. every <laughs> game or practice. Okay. But um, she'll just, like, she knows, like, what to touch on and what to hit that'll get each and every one of us, like, pumped up. And, and how difficult is that to have... You know, when you have a coach that can kind of speak to different players differently because everybody kind of needs their own way of teaching. Not everybody can hear the same message the same way. So just what do you think of that? I definitely think that she does it really well because it's not easy and we all respond to different um, forms of motivation. And yeah, different forms of motivation. All right, fair enough. What does it mean for you to be a warrior? Um, for me, being a warrior is... Um, I think a lot of it has to do with like our camaraderie and like being there for each other because you can't just be like one warrior out on a field and expect to do it all for your entire team. Yeah. Like we all work as a unit and as a warrior army together, and I think that's what makes us successful. Yeah, fair enough, Kendra. What would you say about it? What what makes a warrior a warrior? I completely agree. I think that um, a warrior is just someone who has strength and who can change the program and I think that we're all trying our best to stay strong and that's exactly what we're doing. Do you feel like the program is changing for the better? Can yes, you feel that? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Throughout the years I feel like we've definitely built a strong team. All right, fair enough. Now, there's there's some of your team off camera. So I'm going to ask you both, but Kendra, I want to I want to ask you about the team and about yeah. Just the environment of the team. What do you like about your teammates? What makes it a special group? Um, I think that what makes us a special group is that we've all known each other for a long time. And I think that we're very close. We've all grown up together playing lacrosse or going to the same school. So I think that friendship piece helps tie our team together. And I think that's really important to have because not all teams have that close-knit group of girls. Yeah. And I think we're lucky because we do. Maddie, what would you say about your teammates and the culture of the team? I think, like, we've played together for so long, second grade, first grade, and I think that we've really gotten to know each other on, like, a really personal level, not just as, like, oh, like, she's a good player, like, you know, she's a good person, and you know a lot about each other's families, and I think just being close like that makes, like, our dynamic in practice and in the game so much stronger than other teams. Who is your favorite player to go against in practice? Um, so it's either Colleen Tift or Jenna Irwin. Okay, why? Um, I know that they're some of like our strongest offensive players, and I know Colleen's going to stand there and give it to me, go, why didn't you guard that? And um, I think that they really just like, like to push our defense because they know that the rest of our league is going to push us. So yeah. they try and give us like a game-like opportunity in practice. Who's tougher, going up against them in practice or going up against other teams? Um, I think it depends on the day and how giggly we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, there's definitely some days that like you get beat pretty hard in practice and you just got a short-term memory and move on and just yeah. use it to learn. Kendra, what would you say? Who's Who do you like going up against? Personally, Maddie, <laughs> because okay. I play the position that she defends and we just, I think it's good competition to go against somebody who you know is strong and 
who you can you feel the need to put pressure like we pressure each other and she's always like come on let's go let's go and she hypes me up which is good which is what i need before we get to rapid fire i do want to ask you both about something that coach anderson and i both talked about and that is you know building up women in society being young women in society how do you view it and i'm going to start with you kendra what do you think about where women are, where you want things to be as a young woman, just just how you kind of see life right now. Yeah, I think that we as women need to speak up louder and our opinion matters. And I think that it all starts with the leaders that that are older than us or who are the same age as us. And I feel like just speaking out is very important and we get... I think that being them being older it impacts us. So, yeah. all right, fair enough, Maddie. What would you say? Um, I think like over the years I've been coached by men and women, and this is the first team I've had where I've had two female coaches. And I think having two strong female coaches like leading us, they know they've been in our shoes, they've experienced very similar things that we have, and I think that they get it in a way that's different and they motivate us to like you know what you're talking about like share what you're thinking like we respect you and as long as you have confidence in yourself like everyone else is will listen fair enough so we're going to take it to rapid fire now you're on the hot seat but i'm on the hot seat too three coming for me and then you you both get three so i actually get more coming my way i guess i'm on the hot seat longer i guess so, Maddie, I'm going to go to you for... Actually, you know what? I'll ask you both to make it fair. Okay. So, but I'm going to start with Maddie. Maddie, if someone could play you in a movie, who would play you and why? Um, I would want Jennifer Lawrence to play me because okay. I think she's really funny. She's, I was, I was going to say strong. You said funny. All right. Jennifer Lawrence. Kendra, who would play you in a movie and why? Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Um, on, I don't know. I really, somebody who, <laughs> anybody, I, I don't know. Somebody who has like attitude okay. and is strong and I don't know who though. Like I can't anybody. think of one specific. Anybody. <laughs> Probably. Team thoughts? Yeah. Thoughts? Anybody? Ariana Grande. Yeah. She, she can do it all. She's, yeah. She can do it all. So, yes. She's I mean, Ari. She can do whatever she, she wants. She is Ari. Yeah. I'm going to see her in concert in a few months. All right. <laughs> so, you switch roles with her for a day. Yeah, I definitely would. Okay. Kendra, I want to... Well, actually, no. We got to... It's my turn now. So, all right, Maddie. You got a question for me. Go ahead. Boy, um... If you could only watch one TV show for the rest of your life. So easy. <laughs> So easy. What one would it be? Boy Meets World. It's what I grew up on. It's what I grew up on. Boy Meets World. And I have my own Feeny. And his, uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I got to show his picture to the camera now. <laughs> I just had lunch with him today. My Feeny is Tom DeSantis, Mr. D. So let's get it out of the way here so you guys can see. That's my Feeny. And I actually met Eric, well, the guy who played at Will Fidel. I, I met him and I got to interview him with my Superpower Pop Entertainment show at New York Comic Con 2018. And I said to him when he was signing the thing, I said, I have a Feeny. And he said, see, you get it. He said, we all have a Feeny. And I said, yeah, Mr. D, Feeny. And he's in my phone as Feeny D. So, yeah, Boy Meets World, because it taught me a lot about life, helped me deal with stuff. And I'm a cross between Corey and Eric. Definitely the comedy of Eric, because Corey is boring. Okay, Corey is a romantic. Eric is funny and fun-loving, and he's a sweet guy. So... Let's go with Corey and Eric. Sean is the rebel. That's not... Yeah. Yeah, ladies, take heed of that. Don't date Sean's. They're bad people. (laughs) Sean's are not good people. I had a best friend that was like a Sean, but he cleaned up his life, and I'm proud of him. So I won't say his name on the air, but I love you. You know who you are. All right, Kendra, what's your first question for me? Oh, if you could go... If you could have, like, a few hours with... Any famous person, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you guys do? Robin Williams. We would both dress up as Mrs. Doubtfire. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) So 
Robin Williams, I don't know. I would just want to go like anywhere with him. Yeah. I'd probably just want to like go somewhere on an island or a boat, like where it's just him and I. Yeah. Talk to him about life, kind of just joke around and and have some fun. But Robin Williams for sure, because I grew up on that. Yeah. So my second question for you both, Kendra, I'm starting with you, is if you could only listen to one song on the radio oh. for a year, what would it be? Definitely Kill the Lights. That song hypes me up so okay. much. <laughs> Who does that? Who's, who's that? It's like a remix. I don't even know. It's Kill just, the Lights. Yeah. What I know, I think I would know it if I heard it, right? Yeah. What it's, type I of listen, music? It's like pop remix. Okay. Like, right, it's yeah. very good. All right. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. What about you, Maddie? I would honestly say the same song because that's what Kendra and I it's so listen good. to we before every single game. And like, Kendra literally wakes up singing it. So. Kill the lights. Okay. Kill the lights. All right. Fair enough. All right, Kendra, you can start off this one. What's your question for me? Um, I don't know. I, well, obviously I'm a woman, so I don't know what type of clothing men wear. Like, obviously I know what type of clothing, but what's your like go-to store? Oh, to wow. buy clothes. I have always had my own style. I pay no attention to what anybody's wearing. So my go-to, jeez. I like, see, I'm a, I'm a Marvel fan, but yeah. I like shirts that are subtle, where they look like Captain America, but it doesn't look like it. So I like kind of shirts that, are, that show maybe that style, but in a unique way. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe something like that. Or just kind of basic. I actually like, Mar you know, I know he wasn't the greatest guy to Jennifer Lopez, but Mark Anthony, he actually has some really awesome shirts. So, and I, I own a couple of them. I just bought some dress shirts. So I'm going to say Mark Anthony, because I never thought I'd like his stuff, but his stuff's good. So let's say that. All right, Maddie, what's your question for me? Okay. If you could have, um, no, if you could go out to dinner with any athlete, yeah. dead or alive, who would it be? Not LeBron. I <laughs> would go with, hmm. I go to dinner with. It's to, oh no, that's easy. Ernie Davis, Ernie Davis, because I met Floyd Little, and we've been friends for almost ten years now. And he's in his early seventies, and he's like forty years old. He's in, he could probably kill somebody on the football field right now. And then Jim Brown, I got to meet Jim Brown and interview Jim Brown. But obviously, Ernie passed away when he was twenty-three. So I would have dinner with Ernie Davis because my grandmother, who lived to be a hundred and a half in nine days, I'm going to give it to all of that to her. She remembered Ernie Davis, and so I'm sure she's hanging out with him up there right now, but I would love to talk to Ernie Davis, and we would get some chicken riggies, do that. <laughs> My last question for you both, and it's going to go to Maddie first, is what's one thing you would change about the world if no money, money's not an object, you got all the power, what's the first thing you would do? That is a hard question. A hard some question. people were like, they, they can't, I mean, some people were world peace, and some were like, I would bring back this cereal that they got rid of. No. So <laughs> it's all ends of the spectrum. Um, I think, okay, it's kind of cliche, but I think world hunger would be like the first thing you could solve because I feel like as yeah. long as everyone's like well fed and well mm -hmm. taken care of and you're healthy, like you then like have the opportunity to take care of like the rest of your life if you don't have to worry about putting food on the table first. Yeah. You can go and take care of yourself and provide for your family. All right, I like that, world hunger. All right, Kendra. I agree with Maddie. I think that, like, just the people who are the less fortunate, I wish everybody was just very kind to others and yeah. people weren't so rude, and I wish that everybody could just be friendly to one another. Yeah, that'd be and nice. And there was no, like, nasty, rude people. Yeah, you gotta get rid <laughs> of them. I could get rid of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I think, okay, so here's my thought. I'm sorry if someone's from New Jersey, please forgive me. I think that we should take Newark, just the city, get a giant saw, cut it, put it into the ocean. When we do, put all the bad people on the Newark island. Yeah, I Fair, agree. right? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Let them all hash it yeah, out. Yeah, let, let them, them all hash it out together. Let them Jersey Shore it out in the ocean. <laughs> Leave them in the ocean. So, okay, what's... Final question for me, Maddie, what is it? I gotta think. Go to Kendra. All right, Kendra, she's deferring to you. All right, I gotta think. Both have to think. Okay. Hmm. Anything in the if, world. If you could redo, not like redo college, but if you could pick anywhere to go, like if money wasn't an option, like where's like where's the one place you're like, wow, this could, this is a great place. Where'd I go? Hmm. 
is tough. I would probably go, I almost went to North Carolina Chapel Hill. It's my second favorite team growing up. So I'd probably go to Clemson now covering them because Debo Sweeney's got a big faith. And I got to ask him about, it's crazy, I got to ask him about his relationship with God. And out of every question he answered like a year ago, it went to over one million people just on one outlet. Like we went to millions of people on his, you know, kind of platform. So I would, I would play for Dabo and I don't even care if I was like the backup punter, I would just be on the team. I mean, I would fight to get on the field. I don't know, I wouldn't want to be the punter, but I'd go to Clemson, I'd go to Death Valley. I'd do that, South Carolina's cool. I'd go there. Fun. All right, Maddie, what do you got? Okay, if you could live anywhere in the world and, like, have it be convenient, like, have a job there, where would you go? I would go home, home, where my aunts... Okay, so we have family in Africa, which we just found out about, allegedly. And I, I don't know much about, like, where... I say allegedly because I live a George Lopez life. I was 100% Italian growing up. And then my dad, I found out I was Hispanic. And then on my mom's side, found out that we have, like, Sudanese or Egyptian blood. So I'm not 100% Italian. <laughs> so I would have to dig into that connection. But I would, right now, in the moment, I have family in Spain that watches every video that we do five hours ahead of time. They're awesome. They're the Caracaos. So I would, go, I would go hang out with them. And I'd go to Italy. Italy and Spain. And then I'd have to figure out who the heck in my family went over to Egypt and Sudan and all that and try to, try to find our family there, too. But that would be a lot hotter and be more desert. I don't know if I want to do that. I think I'd stick with, like, Italy, Gondola, Spain, Beach is what I would do for now. So you guys are off the hot seat. I am off the hot seat. So for Maddie Crook and Kendra Hall, myself, Dan Satora, we appreciate you watching Liverpool Girls Across and supporting them at Home Team Pub. Home Team Pub is your home for all Liverpool support as well as support of our community. We will have a couple more players right after this. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. This is a wake-up call. Fast break. Hi, friends and fans. Home Team Pub is the place to be to cheer on your fave home team. Located at 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, HTP has you covered with an amazing drink selection. Let's not forget about the signature drinks or those kid-approved gourmet milkshakes. The happy hour specials and pub entrees will have your mouth watering. Check out the website, hometeampub.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more specials. At Home Team Pub, you're always the MVP. All right, we are back here for our final piece of our Wake Up Call Dance to our live special at Home Team Pub. We're up on the stage. You can see the logo behind us. It's here every single day, so you can hang out with it. We have Samantha Bates and Colleen Tift up here with us. Samantha says she doesn't like public speaking, but she wanted to do it. She wanted to do it. See, but that's, and the only reason why I brought that up, Samantha, it wasn't to put you on the hot spot. It was to tell the truth of you have to be able to jump out in the world where you're afraid to do something, and you got to face it. So thank you for choosing to do it. Yeah, I like, just wanted to try something new. Try something new. That's good, though. So we have Samantha, Colleen, myself, Dan Satora, and we are here, obviously, Liverpool Girls Across at Home Team Pub, 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, New York. Come out and support your home team, like Liverpool, right here at Home Team Pub. Colleen, I'm going to go to you first. What can you say about this year's team? Um, this year's team is pretty dynamic. Um, I think we've come a long way okay. from where we started, and we're only like halfway through the season. Um, we have a game tomorrow, which I think we're all super excited about. But um, I think everyone this year is really adapting to the change well, and they're willing to grow from it. And I yeah. think like that's the most important part is being coachable and like ready to coming to learn every single day of practice. We've heard your teammates say this as well, adapting to the change. Yeah. Do you feel like it was an easy transition? Do you feel that? Coach Aaron Anderson and the staff kind of made it an, an easier kind of move? Yeah, I mean, obviously there's always, like, the logistics of the parents, the booster club, you know, the money, where it's moving to, all that stuff, like where we're going to be, location, yeah. um, practice times, you know, coach getting into the building, all that stuff. Yeah. But Did I coach think, have trouble getting in the building? <laughs> you know, some yes, okay. sometimes. She's like, I, I don't have a fob, and we were like, okay, we'll, you know, open the door for you, but... Yeah. Does she have a work. fob now? Yeah, she has the keys now. 
Yeah. Okay. Because see, Kyle Lauletta, the Giants' backup quarterback, he wasn't. He couldn't get in the building, and he got arrested. And so my theory is that Eli Manning locked him out, and then sat and watched while he got arrested. But you you let coach in. You were nicer yeah, no, than Eli Manning you was. You let her in. Okay. You wanted to start practice. So. All right. Fair enough. Samantha, what can you say about the transition to the new staff here? Um, I've actually had coach as my uh, club coach before, so it was kind of like um, it was kind of a new thing for uh, me to have her as a high school coach, but it was a lot easier for me to transition into it because I knew her and I like her. I liked her style of coaching. Yeah. And I knew like what the team was going to get into, and like to to the friends on the team and to my teammates, I told them that it was going to be good for us, and that she was going to do a lot for us. So you kind of vouched for coach because you had coach as a club coach. Just what you could say about that? I mean, do you feel like you maybe helped the team in the transition to trust a little bit more because you could speak on experience with coach? Um, I hoped I did because I did try to speak to. Did them. you, Kelly? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did vouch for coach a lot. Okay. Um, because she, she does know what she's talking about, and um, she really has helped us a lot this season. What does it mean to you to be a warrior? To be a warrior, um, I think it's just a lot of hard work, and it has to do with like the passion we have for the sport, and um, the, just the daily stuff we go through to be a part of the team and to push ourselves and push each other. All right, fair enough. Colleen, what does it mean to you to be a warrior? Um, to be a warrior, I think it means to be diverse and, you know, like Sam said, coming every day to practice, willing to work, willing to push yourself, kind of also having like a little bit of vulner vulnerability to you and, you know, accepting, you know, what's being thrown at you and, you know, ro just rolling with the punches. So, Who's your favorite to go up against? At practice? Yeah. Um, I have to say either Maddie or Emily Salinger, she's not here today, but she's like okay. my neighbor. We grew up playing together, so we've always just had that competitive drive for each other. You said Maddie, so yeah. why? Maddie, she's probably one of our best defenders, um, and she'll push you. She knows she'll get in your face, she'll talk, and she'll make you work for it, and I love that. So, so she talks, do you talk back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who, who's, who's the better trash talker? Oh, I, I don't know about that one. We'd have to we'd have to fight that one out, maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Samantha. Who do you like going up against? Um, I'm actually one of the goalies on the team, so yeah. I get the shots from all of our offensive <laughs> players. So who's 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 the one that kind of beams it at you the hardest, so to speak? Um, there's actually a couple girls that okay. have some pretty hard shots. Colleen's one of them. <laughs> um, and the girls have their special uh, spots that they like to place it. And when, yeah, every time, um, <laughs> when um, you know where they're gonna shoot and you like just miss it or you catch it, you push them to make the better shot and you push yourself to be able to stop it. So it helps both of us. Colleen's up here and you said that she throws a pretty sharp one. Yeah. So how do you get her back for that? And do you stop her a lot? Um. I just try my best, I guess. I don't know. It's, she gets me. Yeah. yeah. She can stuff there's, me. There's certain, there's certain things that you can tell, and like you, you learn what the girls like to do and how to defend it. All right. What can you tell me about the community of Liverpool? Why do you like being a warrior? What is it about not just, obviously, your parents, but all the parents, the boosters, people in the community to come out and support? Everyone's so supportive of each other. There's no cattiness on the team. Everyone really does get along, and we're all rooting for each other, in a sense, to push ourselves and to do better and to be a better team. Right, what can you say about the community, Kelly? Um, I have played, I've played, like, three sports, and I can just say, like, the lacrosse community is one of the best ones that we have at Liverpool. Um, just the parents, um, the younger kids that come out to the games, you know, our friends, and just everyone's always there and everyone's supporting you. And even when you, like, mess up or make a mistake, everyone's trying to get you back on the right path or everyone's always there, you know, telling you how to fix it and make yourself better, so. Fair enough. Well, with that being said, it is now hot seat time. And I get to ask the first question. 
So, Colleen, this one's going to you. It's going to both of you, but Colleen first. So, Colleen, what is one hobby that you could never give up? Um, one hobby I could never give up is, let's see. Um, Oh, I like swimming. I'm, okay. I don't know why. Okay. I just love swimming. Yeah. Never give up swimming. Yeah. All right. All right, Samantha, what's one hobby you would never give up? Um, does camping count as... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love to camp. Camping. Yeah. Where's the best place to camp? Um, Wellesley Island. It's up north. Okay. How far? Um, it's about two hours away. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I, that's, I want... So, the movie Grown Ups where all of the friends get together and they go camping and they have, like, no cell phones or anything, I want to do that with all of my buddies. I just want, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, no cell phones, nothing, just us. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. It yeah. is, right? Yeah. Like, even though I'm on the internet, people think I'm attached to my phone because of my job. I like when I don't have service. No, being away from your phone is really nice. It is. It's good stuff. All right, Samantha, what's your first question for me? Um, what is your biggest weakness? Wow. <laughs> All right. So remember when you said you didn't want to do this? You can sit down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, let me think. My biggest weakness. Wow. Damn. Uh, it's tough. I don't know. I guess it's, it depends on what angle you look at it. I would say it is very hard in this world to be the good guy because if you feel like people want like the bad person that they want to fix. So you almost feel like when you believe in God, you try to be a good person, that it almost is like a knock on you. I don't know why. I get that sometimes. I, or there's just crazy people that I've met, so maybe that's the reason. But I would say, so being a good guy doesn't always feel great, but you got to do it. But another weakness is, I don't know if it's a weakness, it's kind of a knock on me. I'm not always good on time. I try to do a lot of stuff in a very short amount of time, and it's always good. I'm always trying to help. But I need to learn how to be like, I, if, if I'm supposed to be somewhere at 6.30, I can't leave at 6.27. That's kind of my thing. So, and I tend, that's my way sometimes. All right, Colleen, I regret it already. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. No, this one's not bad. Um, okay. If you were to play lacrosse, what position would you play? Oh, wow. I probably want to be the goalie. I'd want to make those stops, yeah. I would. I'd, wa I'd want to be the person that frustrates everybody. I want the shutout. That's what I want. Yeah, I think it takes a certain person to be a goalie. Yeah. You know, would you handle the bruises? Oh, yeah. Yeah, why not? Life gives you bruises, so I guess lacrosse can, too. So let's, let's do that. You're going to have to train me, though, because I've never played. <laughs> I've played basketball, baseball. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Probably take a lot, but we'll see. You said the team throws a lot at you. Yeah, I, I have a lot of bruises from them. All right, fair enough. Colleen, I'm going to go to you for this one. And my question to you is, you know what? I like it. I'm, I'm stealing from Samantha. What is your biggest weakness? Um, my biggest weakness, I think, is sometimes myself. Okay. <laughs> um, like sometimes, uh, not so much this year, which I'm doing a lot, but like I'll get in my head a lot. Um, about like games or not even sports, just like in school in general. Yeah. Um, so I think just sometimes not always being 100% confident in myself, you know, that's, that's my biggest weakness. Yeah. You know what? I could, I could say that too. You got to get out of your own head. Yeah. Your, your, biggest, your biggest villain is you. Once you quiet that voice, no other voice can stop you. Yeah. So I would say that. All right. Same question. Biggest weakness. Um, I'd say the same thing for me. Um, I'm, a lot of a head case when it comes to things and in okay. general like life situations and like right. fair enough okay Colleen what's your next one for me what's number two have you ever ridden a horse yes <laughs> yes I have it was a long time ago why, why am I getting asked this question and why is it funny <laughs> why is it funny I don't get it I've never ridden a horse, so I was just wondering. Okay. Yes, I have ridden a horse. That's good. If that's an inside joke, then no, I haven't. But no, I have. I have. 
I have no idea why I'm laughing. But yes, I was like 10, though, I think. I think I was like 10. It's my buddy's horse. He doesn't have her anymore. I remember the day that they had to take her away and he's standing in the window, and I don't think he's, like, ever cried. I think he cried that day. So, yeah. Her, her name was Jackie. She was a good horse. All right, Samantha, what's your question for me? All right. Um, what is the craziest thing you did when you were in high school? <laughs> no comment. Um, I was a prankster in college. I kind of realized in college just what I'm capable of when my friends try to prank me. And they do little things. See, I didn't one-up you. I nine-upped you. Like, I made it so you couldn't come back. So I was a prankster in college. What did I do in high school? I don't know. Not much. I felt like I wasn't myself in high school. I was quiet, you know? And I went to a high school where they, we, none of us were close. There were cliques. Just kind of not what I wanted. College is where I got to, like, be me. So I'm going to take that question and say prankster, but it was a little bit after. My final question for you both is going to start with Samantha. Samantha. Hmm. I like the superhero one. What superhero would you be? Um, like any? Anybody. Um, I guess Captain America. Captain America. All right, why? He's the only really superhero that I know, and um, he has a cool shield. He does have a cool shield, and it always comes back. Yeah. So Captain America, morals, values, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. He's known, he's known to be the good one, and he doesn't age, so that's good, too. He always does the right thing. He always does the right thing. So I'm going to keep that question for you, Colleen. What superhero would you be? Okay, so I've seen, like, all the Marvel movies. I'm a big fan. See? This is so good. This is a really hard this is, I found like, one, really one person. One. This is great. Yeah. So you're going to see Endgame. Oh, yes. See, I've done... I'm doing we have a, a game. Well, we have a game tomorrow. And, like, the premiere is yeah. tomorrow. But I, I will be at the game. So Super Powered <laughs> Pop. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry. Gosh. So the entertainment show, Super Powered Pop, that we do, we cover Marvel. And I did... So I'm doing a show on every single stone in the background. Oh so God. I tell people about the stones and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So at least I know one one person here oh, yeah. for Liverpool to, across. I'm sorry. To my mom I'm sorry. Every single time we watch the movie, she's like, "What's that one again?" I'm like, yeah. Oh, just... So good, right? Yeah. Um. So, so I'd have to say either Thor. Okay. Or Black Panther. I just. Why and why? Why and why? Um, Thor because he's just like amazing, like wow. <laughs> and I like the lightning bolt. That's pretty cool. It is. So he can control that. And then the yeah. Black Panther just because his suit's really cool. And yeah, I actually have the Black Panther awesome. bracelet. I didn't bring it. It's the one. Yeah. It's the one that his Shuri, his sister, made. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have the replica of it with the beads on it, where his suit is in there. That I like. That. Yeah. So I actually have the Black Panther thing that has the vibranium in it. Good stuff. Which is what the shield's made out of, Sam. See? In case you're wondering. See, okay, nobody knows what we're I'm talking sorry. about, but Colleen and I, we're actually having a Marvel moment right now. This is good. Thank. Can I say? Can I thank you? Thank you. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one. This is great. All right. There's, there's billions of fans. We're bound to find another one. All right, Samantha, what's your final question for me? Um, I, I have to think about this for a minute. Okay. Kyle, do you have one? Um, oh, would you ever, like, travel to another galaxy? Absolutely. Yeah. If I knew I could get home safe, <laughs> right. absolutely. Why? I would go with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Groot and Rocket would be my best friends. Okay. And Drax and I, yeah, we, I would be friends with everybody. Yeah. But I would take over Star-Lord's place. He'd have to go. Yeah, I would be the captain. Okay, to go off of that, um, would you rather explore, like, the ocean where we haven't yet or go yeah. into space? I'd go into space because I'm terrified of what's in the bottom of the ocean. I really think that there's, I mean, there could, there could, yeah, there could be, there could be, like, alien ships down there. There could be the Kraken, that giant... <laughs> Octopus. I'm just very concerned about what's in the ocean. I feel like I would be like dropped to the bottom of the ocean. I'd be like, oh, sweet, it's so quiet. And then this giant eye would look up. And there's no way that I can get out of there fast okay. enough. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but in sense. space, no one can hear you scream, according to the aliens. No. So. no, they can't. So I don't know. I'd have to make friends with a predator because they kill the aliens. So we'd be good. I would go to space, though. Okay. Because space is beautiful and the sea is horrifying. <laughs> 
And I like to swim, but not that deep. So with that being said, Samantha Bates, Colleen Tiff, myself, Dan Tatora, thank you both. Thank you. You're off the hot seat. Thank you for it. And thank you for public speaking. I appreciate you coming out and doing it. Will you do it again now? Do you feel like you did maybe. well? Maybe. All right, maybe. We got a maybe. Liverpool lacrosse, home team pub, thank you so much. We appreciate it and support Liverpool, all athletics, and the high school 24-7, 365. They support you, support them back. Thank you so much.